Hey, welcome to Behind the Scenes with Sonda, a podcast with a focus on tackling the challenges in the healthcare billing world. I'm your host, Sonda Kunze, and I'm here to share about the real issues in healthcare billing. On this podcast, I'll be talking about the challenges that face providers every day when dealing with these large insurance carriers, showcasing the barriers that have to be overcome just to get paid. I have over 30 years experience in all aspects of the business side of healthcare. And with my expertise, I hope to provide you with some critical information and support regarding the world of healthcare billing. Together, we can make an impact. So let's dive in. Hey, welcome to another episode of Behind the Scenes with Sonda. Today we have Ray D'Alessandro. We have been friends for quite a long time, as well as kind of network buddies and working in a relationship or even well, since our term, some of our terms today include partnership, I would definitely say we have been partners in crime, <laughs> kind of clean out the crime of uh, insurance carriers and how to get claims out and things like that. So Ray is part of eTactics. If you don't know what that is, it is a clearinghouse and so much more. There's other products that you guys provide, and I'll let you tell us a little bit about that. We use them. Feels Plus is one. There's all there's all kinds, and I'm sure that I would be remiss in, in myself listing them. So I'm going to let you talk about that. But I'm so happy to have you on the podcast because we do spend a lot of time together in <laughs> literally trying to help people understand claims, the process, how to get things out, how to talk to people about claims. And welcome to the podcast. So please use this entry as telling people about yourself and about eTactics and the way you serve our behavioral health groups. Sure. Thanks, Sonda. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, obviously, the feeling is mutual in terms of our working relationship and the success that I think we've had and you know, yeah. working with our mutual clients and, and providing uh, education, knowledge, and value to all of those uh, folks that we work with and, and really, bottom line, helping them get paid for the yeah. services helping they them provide. Get paid. Helping them get paid. And for me personally, the behavior health space uh, specifically, which is a majority of our mutual clients, is such an important space because the good work that they do and unfortunately some of the increase in, you know, the, the need for behavior health services and addiction mm -hmm. services, it, it's just a, you know, a, a very meaningful thing. So what Agreed. we do combined is allow for them to be sustainable mm -hmm. and for them to be sustainable they do have to get paid for their services and they should be paid correctly and timely so you know i, I take it very seriously when things happen that delay those payments or cause those payments to not be made correctly or just Agreed. cause a lot of the Oh, I guess you could say uh, extra work. Extra work. Done. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> On the parts of a lot of uh, the, the, the back end office, so to speak, which is, you know, where a lot of our uh, services, you know, really, you know, come to rest in terms of that process of getting those claims out, getting them to us, getting to the payers, and then ultimately getting paid. So, uh, so for me personally... Uh, again, I've been in the behavioral health space probably 
since redesign, we, we had a few clients maybe a little bit before that, uh, but obviously with Ohio Medicaid and back in the day, just submit your claims directly and they got paid <laughs> in, in a week and everything was hunky-dory, but obviously there were some uh, changes to that whole process that the, the state felt needed to, to be made. So, so from my involvement, it's been within the last five years of the behavior health sector. Um, personally, I've been with eTactics for over 17 years. Oh my goodness. Yes. And my hair was just as white and gray as it is now. So really somebody looks like, Ray, you haven't changed a bit. Yeah, yep, that's, that's true. true right. I, yeah. I, you I know, come to think of it, if I go backwards a little bit, I think I was involved <laughs> with eTactics way before behavioral redesign. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but it's, it's been a, a very good opportunity for me to, to work for a, a great company. Last three years, you know, we made the, the Plain Dealers best workplace uh, list. You know, great supportive, supportive management, really good employees, you know, very committed, very knowledgeable. And uh, it's just been a, a, a great place to be and, 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 and allows us to do what we need to do to take care of our customers and yeah. to work in good partnerships such as we have. So that's, uh, you know, kind of the, you know, the high level view of, of eTactics. We're based right here in Hudson, Ohio. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, you know, our involvement with all things Ohio uh, have certainly been, you know, impacted by that. But the other part of this is that, you know, we are a national company. So Correct. we do focus worth, on things that have happened in, in Ohio, but we are a national company. So our clearinghouse connections are, you know, available in all 50 states, even some of the territories that are out there. I know there's some clients out there in some far-reaching areas, but for the most part, all of our connections are good, solid, electronic uh, for claim submissions, getting ERAs back, and for and for checking eligibility. So nice. uh, those are all, you know, part of the main basic services that we're providing. And as you mentioned, our Appeals Plus solution is is really a uh, full service analytical and workflow uh, tool yeah. that takes all of those uh, denials and uh, uh, puts them into a, a nice organized method for them to be worked and tracked yeah. and ideally resolved. So it's um, priceless it, for our clients where we use it running the reports specifically on honing in on all the denials, grouping them by denial. And for our organizations that are much larger, we can even tell them, hey, on, you know, on one, two, three, easy street, that facility isn't <laughs> getting eligibility right. So right. that's here's a big percentage of your uh, revenue and what it's tied to. And here's where and they can focus on educating that group of people to say you got to stop and get a card even though you know medicaid can change monthly and therefore you have to be up on that and having that tool to be able to give that information back to our clients is priceless and for anyone who's trying to crunch the numbers internally by just mm -hmm. looking at what's in the clearinghouse you can't necessarily do it that way you got to have this engine behind it right yeah and 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 really that's what we look for in, in the partnerships we have too, is uh, the partners also being able to take those tools like Appeals Plus and educate their clients with where some of these issues are and how can we do things better, right? Yeah. I think 
as our two organizations have you know worked together, I, I think we're always looking for you know the constant improvement factor of you know making our clients better so that they do have to spend less time on the the back end when they do right. some of the front end things better. Yeah, and, it, it uh, literally puts the information right in your hand to say these are where your denials are because it's hard for organizations who are not technically organized on the back end. And the reason we see it a lot in behavioral health, and this is my opinion, but I, I know, you know, the same thing is because they had, they were functioning a whole lot differently before 2018. They had oh. five codes to choose from. They submitted, they were paid in a week and everything was done. But right. the state decided they needed to get a handle on the absolute services. And it wasn't to tie the hands behind the organizations. They just wanted to say, this service means this, this means that. And we've got to get a closer view of what services are being delivered to these community folks in a, in a manner of behavioral health. So that's why they did it. And now they're getting, you know, more information. Granted, we're all mad because systems are breaking down, but that isn't from the code change. That's just from systems on the side. And we know how that is. So I think that having that engine in the background and puts that data right in front of you where you can make the choices. Like I said, if you're finding out one location has an issue with eligibility, you know, they're not collecting. So you can, you know, right. single that out. And it's not like you want to be punitive. You just go, Hey, if you can cut those denials to X, you know, you'll all have a pizza day or whatever, <laughs> or we'll give you a bonus, whatever organizations do these days, <laughs> because it's hard. Right. Um, Cause we're not all right. getting revenue in, but in fact, you know, just having that and then they can measure right? Because they run it again and again and again. And the report is something we look at from terms of, do we see a trend? Are they getting it? Are they doing what they're supposed to? And being able to, for us, it's priceless to be able to give our clients back that information. You know, a lot of the CEOs, CFOs, they, it's show me the money. And I understand, right. but behind it are so many, so many things. And it's getting harder and harder to show that, hey, it's not about the fact that we're, we're, you know, the billing company, us or yours that you have, whoever it is, stinks. It's that there are so <laughs> many blockades right now in our way. And here's how we can tell you. And one of our things, and I know you guys work this way, too, is that we want to be completely transparent. You can see the numbers. You can sign into the system we're in with you. You can do it. We'll give you all the data you want to crunch yourself, but we can also supply it for you and then use it to work together. So one of the things I want to, you know, to ask you first is working through all of these organizations. I know you're nationwide and we can talk about that, but even in just behavioral health and understanding, you're right. It just seems like it, it's increased. The type of care has increased. It used to be this thing. Nobody talked about going to their therapist. Maybe I did, but nobody else did. But now it's just at the forefront. Everybody is recognizing that this is a major problem. Addiction's a problem. Good mental health and well-being is a problem. And, you know, well, we can go into 110 ways in society that has created that. But that's not what this <laughs> podcast is about. But how does working across the agencies help you help other customers? Well, I, I think that's been part of my passion, right? You know, sometimes on the business development side, uh, which is, you know, where I spend, uh, you know, the majority of my time in terms of uh, looking for new 
clients for e-tactics and mm -hmm. looking for new partners and working with our existing partners, I still maintain the relationship with a majority of my clients, if, if not mm -hmm. all of them, just from the standpoint of listening to things that they may be going through, challenges that they're still having. And it's, it, you know, I sit in on all of the initial trainings that we have, whether yep. it's for the, the claims or the testing and what's coming back and, and, and just things that allow me to add value when I talk to the next potential customer um, and hear some of the challenges that they're having, uh, then I'm able to basically say, well, you know, ABC agency had the same thing going on. And for that, we put this edit in where we were able to take this claim. And if we saw this particular uh, modifier, then we did this with the claim. And, and and those are the types of things that, you know, I think I, again, I, I just constantly love to learn. And I, and I, I do appreciate the relationships that, that we have with our clients. I consider you know, some of my, my clients uh, friends even to, to the point of, you know, being able to see them at certain conferences and, and uh, you know, share stories and, and, you know, things that are working, things that, you know, might still be challenges. And, and so that ability to see what one agency is experiencing and relate it to somebody else who's experiencing the same thing and then to provide, okay, when we see this, we're able to do this for you. So I think right. that's, that's the, very important. I would agree. And I can say right here that everyone I've ever talked to, it's not just about e-tactics. And then they, cause they're going e-tactics, I go, oh, Ray. And they go, oh yeah, Ray. Yeah, we, we know Ray. <laughs> so I think that that's really supports what you're saying your passion is and the fact that anytime I talk to any of my clients, they know you personally. It's not just about the fact that they have e-tactics. They know you personally because you've worked with them to try to get solutions. And I know for both of us, when we come across a agency that has an issue, a behavioral health organization, no matter if it's in Ohio or otherwise, if there's a problem and we can fix it through the clearinghouse, we'll do it because I know, you know, working with you as long as I have that we come up a lot of software that has way too many roadblocks. Right. The software itself isn't capable of doing something. And when I talk to you about it or one of my team talks to you about it, you basically say, you know, we could set that edit in the clearinghouse. And I think that's what people need to know is don't be don't have your hands tied behind your back because of your software, because there are ways of you know having it be done at the clearinghouse level, meaning prior to it goes out, you just tell it, read this, and if it's this, do that, right? Put this right. modifier on or add this code or whatever the case may be. And I think that that has been very instrumental in our clients getting reimbursed for sure. Right, and, and I think a, a good example of that was uh, unfortunately during COVID when COVID, things kind yep. of, uh, took a turn for uh, not doing very many things in person and the whole, the whole telehealth, you know, process mm. of what was going on with telehealth and at least still being able to, to see clients and patients was very critical. But for some reason, you know, based on the insurance companies, some of them had the telehealth claim come in one way, mm. uh, for example, Medicaid, one of the GT modifier and some other things when those codes came in. But if you were setting it to a commercial carrier, 
they wanted a place of service with O2. And so exactly. some systems didn't necessarily <laughs> handle that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very easily. So, so that was one of the things that we helped with. So we had logic put in place that if it's, you know, uh, coming in for a commercial carrier and it had a modifier, but it didn't have a, you know, place of service of O2, then we put the place of service of O2 in, into that claim as the proper and, and correct, you know, place of service for that. So, so those are the definitely, you know, the kind of things that, you know, we've been involved in and helping the, the clients with. And, you know, we're very strong on our ability to do the edits and the, the calculations to, to make some of those, uh, you know, clean claim rates uh, as, as high as possible and to get them through properly when the software sometimes isn't able to, to get it in the right way. Yep. We definitely have experienced that with being able to change something as it goes into the clearinghouse. And I'm not talking about changing codes. It's just basically exactly what you said. This insurance company wants this place of service. This one wants that. One wants a GT. The other wants a 95. Yep. It's insanity. If anyone ever looked at the insurance industry and the regulations put on these providers, they would have a better understanding of why there's so much frustration, why so many providers are leaving the insurance scene and doing other things. And it's just insane. Um, and in that, I think we should kind of go to what we were going to talk about too of ourselves as partnerships. Yep. And I want everyone to know that if we come in and you, you've asked us to look at your billing and, and I, I'll use pretty much anybody's software. There's only a couple. I don't know if I should say the names. I won't. But there's a couple we know of that I will just turn people away and say, I can't do it because it's so limited and I can't even put e-tactics in the background. And and that's a big that's a big sale for us. Is even if I got to turn away a major client because their system isn't going to work and I'm going to know better, then I'll turn them away. And having the uh, partnership with you to be able to say, I got a new client coming on. They have this. They're currently paying this other clearinghouse. Can you do better for them? And it's it's that beyond. I want everyone to know it, it goes way beyond it. I don't get any money from eTactics. eTactics gets no money from me. It's just <laughs> about being a good partner that we both have the passion to help these provider offices, whether it be behavioral health or internal medicine or whatever they are, and that it's it is about creating a partnership with them. We have a partnership with you, and whenever that's together it works amazingly doesn't it it does it, it it really does and and again i think it's it's always you know predicated on two organizations that are aligned in their mission and yes. how they treat their employees and how they treat their customers and uh you know coding advantage and, and e tactics are i think both aligned and you know being truly customer focused and and, and, and really knowing that if we're working, you know, with a respective client uh, for the other other uh, organization, we're going to yeah. take care of them and we're going to do what needs to be done to make them as successful as possible and uh, do what's needed to be done. But but the other good thing is that we, we understand how each other works. Right. And we know that if you're taking on an account that you've done some due diligence already in terms of yeah. you know what that account is kind of experiencing where some of yep. the challenges are and you're able to to share that with us ahead of time in ways that obviously you know we understand and and can be prepared to uh do some of the things that we do to help address those challenges so 
just knowing how the other works and knowing your knowledge of you know the industry as well and everything you know relating to the to the coding and the, the claims the and, and the the the, the <laughs> audits needed to make sure people are doing things right um yes. you know it, it it goes a long way and and the reality is that we don't you know work with with just everybody out there either i think you know we're we're selective in terms of working with partners that add value and mm -hmm. share the values that that we have and uh certainly yourself and your team you know fit that bill in terms Thank of you. uh working together as is is good partners and uh uh yeah i, I think, I think it just some continues of the, yeah i think some of the bigger clearing houses out there and frankly when I say that eTactics is pretty big, again, you're in all 50 states and you're really busy, but somehow you're still able to bring that to a partnership level, just even for the organizations taking us out of it, even the ones we're not involved in, you still know what's going on in there. And I think that that partnership with your even your clients, and that's how I feel, and I always say to my clients, this is a partnership. It's about us helping you and you helping us help you. And as long as that's open, transparent, it's a partnership. It's not a outside billing vendor or a clearinghouse. And I don't know anybody that you take care of that you haven't personally talked to yourself. Right. That, yeah. that is true. That yeah. is true. And, and, and right. Your word, the partnership is also something that I think we, we believe we have with our clients. Um, I'm just not trying to sell you something and here's my sales <laughs> right. pitch and, and oh boy, if you get these 14 things and they do this, 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 and this, and you know, this is why this is so great. And you know, all of that, it, it's really focused on, we want to be your partner. You yeah. know, when, when you talk to us, you know, we're going to be listening. We're going to understand some of the things you're going through and we're going to provide solutions that make things better. Yeah. Um, that's what a partner does. And exactly. it's not just, you know, what's the latest, you know, WYSIWYG that you have that we can, you know, <laughs> sell to you. It, 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 it doesn't work that way. So no, um, and it doesn't. And that's, I think we both know that is what is in the value of our relationships with clients is that it is a partnership. It, it's not about just providing a service. Like you, you could, you could sell clearinghouse all day long. Couldn't you? Yes, I could. <laughs> but I agree with you that if you are approaching it, and I know you do it this way, but if you're approaching it in a how can I help your mission, how can I get you further, how can I get you money so you can remain in business, keep exactly. all the good providers that you have, and keep the doors open these days, I think that's that's the value add. No, no sales. It's just how can we help? Yeah, yeah. It, it they they always. Uh term this the uh, the consultative approach right <laughs> which which is what what you do as well right before talking to new clients like well, let's take a look at what you have and you know what does your ar look like and what's the you know the timing that it's taking you to get paid and you know what's your denial rate and everything that goes into that and it's not just like ah we can do your billing or we can right. do an audit for <laughs> you or whatever it's like you know what what are you experiencing where are these challenges and then how can we best help? And that that's a true partner. That's somebody that provides value when you're talking to them, because I like to think that I know some things that, like you mentioned before, and hearing other customers express certain 
certain issues that uh, I, I know we took care of and right. we can help somebody else with that. But that's part of that I mean, partnership. We're both older. You probably got to go, let me go back and look what I did for them. I know I did something. But <laughs> that's, that's how I am. Um, you know, I, I, have, I have like, you're like, I've been 17 years with you. I'm like, I have been in the business too. And I always hate to say over 35 years now. Uh, so, yeah. um, but <laughs> it is so rewarding when and, and you're right when we can kind of gain from a conversation a, even just a consultative conversation here's a, the deal I was even on a call yesterday right and I know when Renee and Renee works for me she's fantastic she's our startup queen she manages all of our systems she'll make it right for everyone but one of the things that we were like texting back and forth during the conversation is this would be great for e-tactics because we can manage this and get it on the back end and then that'll help go you know we're thinking strategically too on because we've used you for because we know what we can do in the clearinghouse and knowing just in the consultation their woes and everything that's going on we are all, we're already thinking strategically and I, I like to say, and I know you probably think this as well, is even in a consult, if I never hear from the client again, I don't like it if they don't leave with me imparting some information mm -hmm. that they didn't know. Right. I'm going to give them whatever I can, even on the consultation. Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, not all organizations take that approach. It's right. kind of like, Oh, you know, unless you're going to pay me for this or pay me for that. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not Generally, share nobody likes it when I give the house away, but sometimes <laughs> it's just worth it to see people light up and go, is that what the problem is? Oh, my gosh. And honestly, when you give that value, they usually come around. Right. Right. Because they're talking to you about something that you understand. And it's right. like we, we had a, a new client that we were onboarding within the last couple of weeks and. Uh, you know, they were with one of our competitors and they, they still didn't have the right payer IDs. And how long has that been? It's been almost, you know, eight or nine months. And I said, have you ever sat down with this other warehouse and have, have they ever talked you through some of these steps like we just did during our kickoff call? She said, no. And I go, oh, well, that's goodness. a shame. So, and again, not disparaging any of our competitors. A lot of them uh, do do some good things and, and provide some, you know, very good services. But, you know, just depending upon each individual organization's, you know, situation and what they've experienced, you know, there's opportunities for improvement if people, you know, understand that there are some better options out there sometimes. Yeah, and I think that goes into what we want to kind of just touch on, and that is customer service. Mm -hmm. Literally, I don't know about you, but it, irregardless of even in the healthcare industry, the healthcare industry, I mean, for sure. But <laughs> other things, you can't get anyone on the phone since COVID. You can't get anyone within the bounds of the United States that maybe understands what your question is. I don't care whether you're calling the light company, the gas company, your bank. It's very even, it's really hard to even have that hometown banking experience anymore. I mean, I do, but whenever there's something wrong, sometimes you have to call corporate who doesn't answer. And then like yeah. we were talking about, 
you have to go get a ticket and then that has to be opened. And a lot, a lot of times what happens to us, the ticket gets closed and no one resolves it. <laughs> uh, and we have issues with that. So how do you combat that at eTactics? Well, I, I think that's our big separator. I really do. Yeah. And, and again, not to disparage our, our competition, but a lot of them have grown and acquired and consolidated and some of that personal touch that they may have had in the past isn't quite the same anymore. Right. And if you're calling on a specific, for example, Ohio-related issue, you may get somebody in Missouri or Texas or someplace that um, doesn't quite know everything that's going on here in, in Ohio specifically. So our support team is based here in, in Hudson, Ohio, and we actually answer the phones when somebody calls. Uh, I see our, we keep st you know, statistics on that. And you know, almost every week that we show that, you know, pretty much like 95% of all calls that come in are getting answered on the first, first time somebody tries to call in. You can always send us an email. We respond within 24 hours. Um, so I think that's, that's unique these days. I don't think too many, you know, uh, support groups, especially for, for clearing houses, are able to, to react on such a personal level. And then I think the other thing that separates us is the understanding and knowledge of what your issues are when you're calling in with a problem. You don't have to explain something 14 times in terms of what's going on. Um, I, I would put our team up against anybody in terms of their knowledge, the issues that a you know, clearinghouse can help with. All of the different technical issues of an ANSI 837 claim with these loops and segments <laughs> and your system's not putting this information in the 2010 AB, whatever all of that translates yeah. to. Um, or, you know, Medicaid decides to come up with these new, you know, SNP level edits that now <laughs> this can't equal this if it's to get... I mean, it makes your head spin. I know it makes does. my head spin. And unfortunately, I know enough to be dangerous on a lot of that. <laughs> Ditto, <laughs> but right? <laughs> I, I rely on our team. And, and I think, you know, uh, you know, uh, Barb Zelesnik is the uh, manager over our EDI support team. And, and you know, yep. on your team, uh, she is just a fantastic resource. And, and, and really, I don't, I get goosebumps just you know, saying this, but she just really cares. And yes, everyone in that, everyone on that support team cares. Um, I, I can tell you that the challenges that we had with uh, Ohio Medicaid were, were pretty intense. They you know, were intense. February start date. <laughs> they they and... still are intense, let's admit it. <laughs> right. It's still intense. There's still some, there's still some challenges. There. But I, our, our team really just stepped up. Um, I agree. And and I think we're the only clearinghouse that would actually call on behalf of our customers. And, and again, the whole Medicaid thing just made things more complex with more pieces and parts involved. But we would call, you know, the, the front door, the OMES. We would call the fiscal intermediary if we had to. We would call the managed care entity uh, mm -hmm. when it came to that. And... I think some of our competitors just kind of sent out letters saying, hey, this is it. 
you need to call them you yourselves. You need to do something, right. You need to yeah. do something about this problem, right. So we went the extra mile, I think, in terms of advocating for our customers and opening up, like you said, <laughs> the Medicaid system, ticketing system itself was <laughs> a little uh, disparate because they would even have different departments. And I think some of that's been tightened up now. Um, but they would resolve a ticket just because they sent it to the to the next level, and then they would resolve it, and they sent yeah. it to the next level, and nobody knew what was going on. So yeah, they they very, have very, internal people that now that they you, you talk to them about it, and there's some people that really know their stuff, and they yes. know there's a problem. And right. once you explain it to them, yeah, and even though you're still just getting a ticket. If you got the right person on the other end, and I know some of them that are internal there are working really hard, it's it, it does get the job done, but it, it's tough. It's still a navigation. Right, right. And and again, I just, you know, want to thank our team for everything that they did during that time to, uh, to help <laughs> our customers and, and, and not abandon them, so to speak, with, uh, well, we can't do this because we of this, it, or right? this is all their fault, or this is their fault. You know, we're, we don't like to do finger pointing. We just like to figure out what can we yeah. all do as a team to, to take care of uh, what needs to be resolved and, and do what needs to be done. So, again, I, I think that that's just such an important part of what we do. And, you know, there's always technology that does this and that does that and this whizzy bang and, you know, this, uh, you know, sizzle, sizzle thing. <laughs> but the bottom line is, is somebody there who understands how to get your claim paid, right. right? And what can we do to make that happen? Bottom line, end of day, are you getting paid? Right. Is, so, is your partner picking up the phone as well as you and calling the carrier to say, we can't figure it out either. Can you help us? And I mean, I don't, I don't think that that Unfortunately, the larger ones don't do that or they have somebody I, I myself have been on with some of the larger um, clearing houses where we can't get you connected because of the software puts a stop sign. But, you know, we don't have time to talk about that. But uh, right. <laughs> I mean, literally where they don't understand, they don't even understand the context of my question. And that's where it gets so frustrating when you don't have that on the other end and you've got to spend hours trying to resolve it. It says a lot for the customer service. Um I think you definitely got it. I've known Barb a really long time, longer than I even knew her when I was like, oh, I, I know that <laughs> Barb. Right. I know that Barb. So <laughs> I knew inherently what kind of person she was deep down from a long time ago. So when I heard her name, I was like, that's it. Let me talk to her. We'll get it done. <laughs> right, right. And, but for and, sure, and it... yeah, I was going to say for sure, there have been plenty of times I've emailed you personally or called you up when I've been frustrated mainly because I just don't want a little number or name on my little thing next to my name. <laughs> Difficult. <laughs> Let me just go right to Ray and get it set up. But I, I have not had any issues with uh, eTactics customer service ever, but my team is the one doing all the work. So I don't want to pretend that I'm busy working. I'm not. No, <laughs> but I, I think that it's, it's, it's imperative that we give that, you know, that whole thing, the knowledge base of, of you working with so many other clients across state lines, you learn things. And, and, and frankly, that probably I could ask you, Hey, what's this going on in Texas? And you might even need, no. And I don't, and sometimes I don't think about that. Cause I always think of Ohio when we're together, you know, having those partnerships, priceless, 
I cannot stress that enough. This is a hard day to get any kind of reimbursement and you need people on your side. And then also the customer service. You cannot beat it. I'm telling anyone out there that owns a company, customer service is where it's at. If you just deliver and support your client, you're always one step ahead of your competition. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've been to multiple conferences over these past few weeks and, uh, I, I, I just smile from ear to ear when a, a new customer or even an existing customer comes up and says, Oh, we just love e-tactics and you know, your support team has been great. And, and, you know, we've been able to do this and we couldn't do this before. And that, again, that's what kind of what I live for is to, to hear those kind of responses and to know that when I say something during the you know, consultative, you know, period where we're just talking about things and identifying things that if I say something about our experience, that it's actually what they they do experience and it's right, what's right. true when you hear it coming back to you and it's going, the results okay. and when i hear it come back without my prompting or anything um it just uh that that's that's what it's all about that's that's really what it's all about at the end of the day yeah well that was a great way to wrap up this podcast so <laughs> i want to thank you for coming on uh, it's been a great conversation, but this, guys, is the typical conversation of our everyday lives. Right. <laughs> this, this wasn't hard at all to do a podcast to kind of tell people what you do, you know, what we do, how we partner, how we, you partner with other people. And, and that it's just it's all about that. It was great. I'm glad we got to talk about it. And I hope everybody yes. who's listening in enjoyed that. We wholeheartedly en endorse eTactics. Anytime we get a new client, we say, can we put e-tactics on the back end here and do our thing? Because really, we can make things much more efficient. So thanks for coming on. Right, thanks, Sonda. I, I really enjoyed being on the podcast and being able to, to share some things. And hopefully, it'll be beneficial for those that are listening. And you know, again, we always yeah. enjoy working with, with you and, and your organization as well. And I think uh, together, we provided some, some real true value and, and assistance to folks with, with these challenges that continue to, to come up and be thrown in front of them. So <laughs> agreed. So if you think your system or your software can't do something and you have the opportunity to take your system and add e-tactics as a clearinghouse, I wholeheartedly endorse it because some of your problems will go away. <laughs> so that's a wrap. And by the way, all of the raise information will be in our show notes. So don't despair. I didn't really give out any of that information, uh, but you can check it out on our show notes and we'd be happy to have you call them up because you won't be sorry. And we'll call that one a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to Behind the Scenes with Sonda. Remember, you can make a difference by sharing this podcast with others who are experiencing the same struggles. The more we reach, the more chances we have to create a community of like-minded people who want to impart change to the business side of healthcare. If you love this episode, please don't forget to rate and review. Until next time, stay curious, stay inspired, and keep learning.